0: The philosopher and theologian James K.A. Smith has a new book out on how we inhabit time, temporal creatures that we are. He wants to explore what it might look like, what it might feel like, uh, to be attuned to the spirit, to be attuned to the spirit as we move through our days. Here's a taste from early on in the book. He writes, some of my formative experiences have disposed me to ignore and exclude, willfully indulging the blind spots I've inherited. Racism, for example, is not just an attitude, but a bodily set of habits that I absorb over time. But compassion can become the same sort of dispositional habit. A bodily disposition woven into my being because I've learned what it means to be vulnerable and cared for. Over time, someone has both shown me compassion and shown me how to be compassionate. And my history has been an opportunity to practice my way into being compassionate. Or at least that's my hope, he says. He sums it up like this, our temporality, he likes big, like multi-syllabic words, so pardon. But our temporality, our being creatures in time, our temporality is sticky, sticky. We pick up things along the way, things we need, things we cherish, things that bring us life, things that weigh us down. And that brings us to tonight's gospel. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We come to this place, we bring our bodies, our histories. We bring them here with all kinds of habits that we've absorbed over time, those things that have stuck to us, some of them good, some not. We bring ourselves here to this place so that the compassionate love of Jesus Christ sticks to us. We put ourselves in position to bump into God so that his habits of perfect mercy and grace take root in us, so that his life becomes our life. Gathered in this space over time, we're shown again and again the outstretched love of God for each one of us and for the whole wide world. And only an hour ago, uh, we blessed all kinds of animals that represented the whole wide world including two rats, but never mind. We learn uh, from the gospel, from the good news of God in Christ. We learn how to become compassionate. At least that's our hope. And importantly, importantly, we learn together what weighs us down, what we need to lay at the foot of the cross. This happened dramatically for St. Francis of Assisi, that great saint whose feast we celebrate today. Francis was a 13th, early 14th century character in Italy. He was the son of an Italian silk merchant and a French noblewoman. Uh, He had prospects. He had money and connections. And Francis was a really likable young guy, and he was going to take over uh, his dad's a lucrative silk business and mom being a noble woman didn't hurt. So Francis was was setting out um, and, and he, he channeled some of his ambition early on into the military. He got sick. Uh, he started going to church just like us here. And he heard uh, through scripture and prayer, God's clear call to him to rebuild the church, to rebuild the church. So all uh, all of Francis's uh, ambition, his gifts, his real sense of joy—people liked him. Uh, all of it became uh, oriented, directed towards loving service to Jesus and His Church. So the stories of Scripture, the story that we tell in our celebration of Holy Eucharist, it found a really sticky surface in St. Francis. It took root. And with all of his history, all of his liveliness, he put on the yoke of Jesus and learned from him. He discovered that he picked up all kinds of heavy burdens along the way, and he learned that he could drop them from his shoulders with a loud thud at the foot of the cross. The gospel promises us a, a transformed life, a life that can be uh, recreated by love, by the compassionate love of God, that life that truly is life. And that's the the paradox that Francis discovered and countless saints since Francis, is that when we take on Jesus' yoke, when we learn from him, when it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, There is true freedom and peace and joy that can only come from God. So in this place, let's bring our souls, let's bring our bodies time and again, and learn to drop the heavy burdens we carry, to lay them down and take on the yoke of Christ, where we are promised, rest for our souls as they are joined to God's life, joined to God's abundant life. That's how I want to move through time.